Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right, serious conversation out there to everybody. Monogamy, is it going out of style? Are we over it? Why is polygamy becoming much more of a thing? 651-461-9226. I know that socially norms get altered over time, but that one specifically has me scratching my head a little bit. Now, I'm not I'm not sitting here thinking that over the course of time that we've been a- around, that we've never had people that have been in marriages where um, they've been open or that there have never been any men that have ever had relationships where they wanted to have more than one wife. Like, we, we've... We've heard about that long before we arrived here, okay? Yeah, there are places that's very, very common. But in this article that I saw with USA Today, they're talking about how there are a lot of different um, factors at play right now, which I don't want to say has endangered monogamy, but it's really enhanced polygamy in, in our culture and society right now. They say many factors are at play, according to experts, including changing attitudes toward monogamy as a result of the pandemic and increasing unfettered access to information online about different relationship styles. Not to mention that finding that once-in-a-lifetime love doesn't happen for everyone. But now, so hold on. Let, let me let me talk. Let's let me let me work backwards. What does not finding once in a lifetime love? What does it have to do with you need to spread yourself amongst several different people at one time? I think that you know there are people view I think how people view relationships have changed. You know, it, it's not you find someone 
you're in that committed relationship for a long period of time, and then you you know move on to something else, you move on to another relationship. I feel like people are just I don't want to say more experimental now, but I feel like people would be willing to do things now that they wouldn't be willing to do in the past. Not to say that I would, but there are I mean there are all sorts of relationships that you hear about and you're like there there's no way I would put myself in that situation. Like I would be uncomfortable with you know, polygamy or an open relationship or, you know, anything you of would. that sort. It sounds like most people nowadays are, are opening up their minds in that well, way. And, and that's, yeah, and that's, and, and that's, and that's the point. It, yeah. Well, th- this from the associate professor at the School of Social Work uh, and Women's and Gender uh, Studies Department at the University of Michigan. Her name is Shana Katari. Quote, people are recognizing that perhaps this societal invention of one person meets another person. They fall in love. They're only in love with one another. They marry and they move into a house. They have two and a half kids. That's not an achievable dream for a lot of folks. Yeah, I don't know how you have two and a half yeah, kids. That, that, that number kind of threw me off a yeah, little bit. But, 2.5 but, but, kids. Yeah, I get, that. L- I get let that. Let me know how that works. Now, now I get that, though. I get the the whole thing of... Falling in love in the way that things used to be, it ain't the same, right? Mm-hmm. And that there are a lot of people that are just, I mean, you talk about divorce. Divorce rates ain't easing at all. No. But no. when I see this article and they talk about multiple loves, mm-hmm. right? And then I see a picture of a, of a guy with his arm around three women walking. Like, I don't care who you are, man. To me, that'd be a very difficult way to live. Is if I'm a man, if if I'm if some, I don't care if I'm popular, if I'm famous, whatever. I don't think that I could be married to somebody and have other people around me like that that are open like that for the world to know. So what I mean by that is we're always going to have people that will, you know, step out, right? Like we, yeah. we, we, that, that, that'll always be a thing. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. And, and, and I'm not going to be here, be the, be the person to sit here and be super judgmental on people. People are going to do what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But I guess my point is, is that I don't think that I could see a person that is married to someone or, or, or live with like four different women. Yeah, I I think that, you know, for humans, we are one of a rare breed because I believe that, I mean. Because why get married at them? Because, I mean, humans are one of the few mammals that can conceivably mate for life. Because you see, you know, animals that will, you know, they, their main, you know, they, they procreate. With no emotion and, you know, it's just, it's you know, it's a very nomadic existence in terms of, of having that mate. But humans are, I think, the, the old conventional way. And when you're, when this is kind of how you're taught as a kid, that you find that person, you get married, you have kids, you have your family. Mm -hmm. That is just the way that you are supposed to do it. And 
it would be weird for me to think that if I was in a relationship with multiple people that you were married to simultaneously to be able to look at everybody the same way, because I, I don't know. And you're not going to look at everybody. The same yeah, way. And, yeah. And that's, I'm with you. And, and that's just it. Like, how would you be able to have several spouses and be like, I look at you and you and you, everybody is the same. Yeah. There's no way. And there would be, to me, there would be just like massive insecurity that I feel would play into that as well, because you're, you're always going to be competing with somebody else for that individual's attention. And I, I just, I, I don't feel like that's a healthy way for people to live is just in a competitive insecure mindset. Maybe maybe I'm reading too much into it. Is there anybody out there in the listening audience that uh has the the fortitude, the strength to call into the show if they have been a part of a situation like this? Where are we at with monogamy in 2024? Have we just have we just kind of moved on to the we need to be a part of relationships that are more relaxed? Because to me at this particular point, why would you even get married to anybody? Even if you're going to have these other women around or men around or whatever, why would you get married to one? Some people like the – that one person is is the stability. Like some people like having that, that one constant. And – that's, but how do the other people feel if that person's put on the, the pedestal and then the, the other people are? I mean, I, I have no idea. Like, I, I think of I, – I see these stories, and I think just how exhausting – but if it's out in the open, that's the thing. If, if it's out yeah. in the open, you don't have to be deceitful with your partner. You don't have to expend this extra energy and put on this facade. If everything is out there – and everybody is very clear this is what this is the situation and everybody is okay with it i mean it's it's hard for me to sit here and pass judgment even if i don't agree with it and even if i am i i don't believe in it i can't sit here objectively and pass judgment if it's something that works for if if it somebody, works for you it works for you absolutely i'm surprised it's taken off to the degree that it has some of it, though, also involves television, which we will explain coming up next. But if you'd like to weigh in, 651-461-9226. You're on The Lake Show. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ucliff speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let me ask it in this way, too. On the talk and text line, 651-461-9226. Do you think that human beings, that we can fall in love with just one person? That that's a thing. And I'm not talking about the whole love at first sight. I'm talking about love one individual. Because there's some people out there that say, Nah, you love many people. And when I say love, I'm not talking about in terms of like the 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 love of a of like a friendship, of loving people in the way that, you know, you're talking I, like an intimate emotional yes, connection. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you do you think that that we as human beings we are wired to do you think it's just in us that that we have that we love more than one person or do you think that we have it within us to love one. Because i got to be honest with you, I've never mm-hmm. been married, mm-hmm. but do I think that I've loved or been in love in terms of, like, the intimate, deep-seated, like, like I, I want to be with you? connection, yeah. More than one person? Mm-hmm. No question. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we are. And I, I think the— Which one? No. We I, are what? We, we are— I feel like we are of the nature that we can love on a deeper connection with more than one person. No, no, no. We know that. I'm asking, do you think that we can be confined to one? We know that we can spread ourselves. We know that we can get out there and we can, we can, you know, flourish amongst people. I think you, I think you can. Mm, Okay. You, You can. I don't think it's. See, and, even in twenty twenty four, even in twenty twenty four, because I mean, the, there are some people who, like my in laws, they've been married for fifty plus years, and I can believe that they have had this emotional connection, and they've been in love all of this time. But there are some people that I don't know if they just don't want to, or they don't have the ability to. Mm. I, so, you, so you think that everybody's different? I think that everybody. Okay. I think that everybody is different. You, know, you you have some people who feel like they have only had the one true love, and you have you know individuals like yourself who have had that emotional connection. But I feel like people view love differently too. Like what? What do you mean? Well, some people view love as a physical thing. Some people feel love as more. Of an emotional thing. You know, some people feel love as a spiritual thing. 
You know, the, there are some that can it's it's a combination of all three. So to me, it it's all about what somebody defines their term of love as. And and I don't want to get like super analytical or deep or anything, but does that does that kind of make sense? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I mean, I, go on with your bad self. No, you know, get, no. get deep. Get deep. And this is what they taught me in North, North Dakota State when I wasn't <laughs> at the bars. No, this is what happens after you have a few shots of fireball when you're in college. All of a sudden, you're like, damn, I'm a philosophizer. No, I, I, I think it all – again, physically, you look at humans as one of the very few mammals that are – that made for life. And you're like – that's not normal. Like, why do we do that? But I feel like some people do that because of this emotional connection or whatever this love is. But I think it's I think it's fine to be on both sides. I think it's completely mm-hmm. conceivable to be on both sides. I got you. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. If anybody would like to uh, to weigh in on this topic, uh, I think that a lot of people, when you talk about connecting with people, I don't know how 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 many people you feel like you have to date before you find out that you're that you found the one? Because mm-hmm. uh, I haven't found out. I haven't found the one. Yeah. Yet, but when I when I look at my friends that married early in life to high school sweetheart or college, I got to be honest with you. I feel like, in times change, mm-hmm. I feel like, though, over the course of the last decade, a lot of those marriages dissolved. And I can see that in the sense that you don't... And there's a lot of stresses and things in society that absolutely. we have to deal with now that we didn't have to deal with in the 70s and 80s. Absolutely. absolutely. Times have changed. When I first was a freshman at NDSU... I had two of my friends in my circle, Greg and Carrie. They started dating like right the very first semester that we were there. And we're like, okay, Greg and Carrie dating. Within like two years, they were married. Really? And Wait, had, before you even graduated? Before you even graduated. Yeah. And then you have a couple of kids and then, I mean, life takes you all sorts of different directions. Yep. And you you get here and then you realize, and some people look at it fondly, some people look at it, and there's a little bit of bitterness. You're like, man, well, what what did I miss? Yes. What what did I miss in my early 20s, in my mid-20s? Going out and and you know sowing my wild oats. That's what that's that's why I think getting married super early in your life, um, and I'm not saying this necessarily for me because, like, I'm way beyond that point. I'm I'm 50 now. But early on, like, there was no chance. Mm-hmm. 20s, not even mm-hmm. thinking about it. And I'm not saying that I had it, like, written down, don't get married in, in your 20s. But because God's going to send you who God needs to send you, right? But to me, there was not even ever a thought in the 20s. I didn't start thinking about marriage until I got into my 30s. Yeah, I, I first got married at 25. Wow. But you were in a rush. I, I was in a <laughs> yeah. It's funny, we were dating for longer than we were married. We were dating for three and a half years. And yeah, I mean it, you know, it's just one of those that you feel like 
at that time, that is the best decision for you. And you have this common bond. You have this common goal with somebody. And if you've got the same goal as somebody who you consider really your best friend, then you're like, this absolutely makes all the sense in the world. But I feel like if you don't have that connection with somebody, mm-hmm. you're you're missing out on what a, a truly good relationship can be. And then it can slowly, it dissolves. And then you go back and you're like, well, what, what was it all for? Yep. And then you, you look at it to me, Henry, you look at it like a learning experience. Okay. Well, what did, what can I take out of this both positive and negative that I can apply to my next situation to make sure whether it was a, a mistake or something that I did or something that the other individual does. And it, it's just, you know, it's a learning process. And again, I, it's part of who we are. And you, I don't think you can look back at anything that you do, whether you get married at an early age or not, and have any sort of, you know, animosity towards yep. it. You take it and you learn. You're like, okay, you know, this was cool and, you know, it didn't work out. All right, real quickly, I do want to mention something. Um, just, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe that Charlie was. Um, I don't know if you saw the back and forth last night I was having with Charlie Weiss. Charlie cracks me up. I, I love Charlie. No, I I didn't. Was this on uh, on Twitter? Well, yeah, it was. Well, of course it would have had to have been because. Ch- Charlie is trying to tell me that before yesterday's loss by the Minnesota Golden Gophers that they were on the bubble. And I'm telling Charlie, I'm like, I don't know what you've been watching. The Gophers – are not on the bubble. They have to win the Big Ten. And you know this. Yeah. I've said that on this show for weeks. They had a nice little run there, but I'm like, they still got to win the Big Ten tournament to even because the, they don't have quality wins. No. The, 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 quadrant, like, 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 the quadrant one wins yes, are not there. They're not there. They're and not so there. He's like, well, no, this this loss is a setback. But before this loss, um, they were in the hunt. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? We lost to Missouri. I mean, is he looking at the CBI? Is that what he's looking at? He's telling me about what <laughs> historically. Stop telling me about historically. That means nothing right now. This year, 20-plus wins doesn't mean a damn thing if your non-conference schedule was crap. Stop selling hmm. me history. In this instant, it doesn't matter about 20 wins. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't mean what it used to. 20 wins used to be like, bam, there it is. It, Unless you've got a rock star schedule. Yeah, absolutely. And which, you're playing the heavyweights. You're in a heavyweight conference. You 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 went to Battle for Atlantis or you mm-hmm. played at the Maui Invitational. Yeah. But don't try to sell me the stuff about 20 wins. It's not happening, bro. Yeah, 20, 20 doesn't mean what it used, used to. to. It doesn't. Yeah. It's it's like looking at Major League Baseball and say, well, geez, you know this this guy used to you know hit forty home runs. Well, forty home runs doesn't mean what it used to. Like a hundred RBIs doesn't mean what it used to. The only way the Gophers are getting in is if they win the Big Ten tournament, and that's just because you get the automatic bid. There are so many other at-large teams that have better resumes than the Gophers do. There are teams that are on the bubble still. Or that are that close to the bubble, that are definitely going to get in before we do. 
like Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in the Big 12, which enhanced their profile because of Houston and BYU and, and they yeah. beat Kansas this year. Well, and that's and that's part of it too. Like the change, the the twenty wins, also the the conference and the way that the conferences have shifted so much now. Like it used to be, I mean, we know what the Big Twelve used to be. It's hard for me to think of Houston still in the Big Twelve, but that's where they are. BYU, that's where they are. You know, it, it's things have just shifted so much. And with that, the power in these conferences have also switched. And unfortunately, the Gophers, they didn't do enough, like you said, in the non-conference. And even if they would have beaten uh, Iowa, Missouri, Missouri or, and Iowa, swept or, Iowa and stuff like that, it they, they'd, still be, on the, they'd they, still be on the bubble. They'd still be on the bubble. They'd be on the bubble at that point, I think. Yeah, uh, they're because then you're potentially talking about getting up to like 24 wins or something like that. But at this particular point, you've got to win the conference tournament. Yeah, they they are the ones that are blowing the bubbles. They are not on the bubble. You know, they are the bubble blowers. They are not on the bubble. All right. Sometimes in life, when things happen and you're under the microscope, one of the best things to do is stick to the script. I'll explain next year after weather on the Lake Show. When you claim that you can't work, when you claim that you are injured, you have to stick to the script. Don't be dumb and get caught out there doing stuff that you have no business doing because if you get caught in that lie, your case is going to go up in flames. Accordion Ireland dismissed a mother's 820,000 insurance claim after a picture emerged of her winning a contest to see who could toss a tree the farthest. Her name is Camilla Grabska, 36. She claimed that a car accident in 2017 left her with debilitating pain, leaving her unable to lift heavy bags and keeping her in bed on bad days, according to disclosures made at Ireland's high court. The constant pain in her back, neck, and spine left her unable to lift groceries, do chores, or play with her two children. The newspaper uh, newspaper reported the disclosures made to the court um, that they made to the court. She sued RSA Insurance on the basis that she could not work for over five years, claiming past and future loss of earnings that amounted to around over half a million dollars of her total claim, according to the Irish Independent. But this is where it gets dicey. Her case became unstuck, or I guess you could say unglued, when a photo published in the newspaper almost a year after her accident showed Grabska winning a Christmas tree throwing contest. So I'm looking at the picture as clear as day right now with her, her black leggings on, her tennis shoes, her yellow down jacket, and those gloves. I would say Christopher Tubbs, 
that she does not look like she's in debilitating debilitating um, pain. <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> I mean, come on, lady. She loses $820,000. I mean, at least in the wrestling business, we Stick call that script. selling it. Yeah. Sell it. I mean, you're out there chucking a Christmas tree. You know what rhymes with chuck it, right? Because you just did it. <laughs> you just did it, lady. I mean, it, you know, common sense ain't so common, right? It, it, this How is, do you live that down, though? I don't like, know. That's, just the, that's a major blunder. I mean, like you got to stick to the script. A- at least go out there and be in a sling or have a crutches or something. She thought no one was watching. Uh, I mean, people are taking pictures. And, and it's not like it's a small event where, you know, you're what? Trying to flip a coin in the air. You're chucking <laughs> a friggin' Christmas tree. I wouldn't do that if I was healthy, but you're you're claiming this. My back, my back, it's, my neck, pick my, my back, back my. my ne- <laughs> <laughs> I know where you were going with it. I know. See, I met you there. Google the rest, kids. It's oh. uh, not suitable for uh, for yeah, air. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, yeah, but it's a good. It's a it's a fun song, but it's. I mean, this lady is just. She's an idiot. I mean, Will Ferrell said it best. How do you? When you, how, play, how do, when how do you, you? Hold on, hold on. First off, yeah. The the messed up part of this is she, this picture was taken a year after the injury, mm. right? So now, what what then ended up happening for the four years after she just kind of played it off like, "Oh, I'm injured, I'm injured, I'm injured." Well, the photo has already been taken, so which she clearly didn't know anything about. Yeah, but yeah. it gets out, and now she's screwed. You you know that you're going to go to an event and people are going to be there. And you are going to do something that is going to be physically taxing on you. And your whole case is built on the fact that you have physical limitations. But yet you're doing something that requires and you're doing it in public. Quoting Ron White, public you're not doing this in private. You're doing it in yep. public. Yep. People are going to take pictures of you. And she's smiling. Like, you're lady. Lady. She won the contest. She won it. So what, what was the, did she they say won. what the prize was? Was it like $100 and like a gift card to Outback or something? I mean, what'd she get for winning a, a truck, a tree chucking contest? I got to be careful that I don't say that too fast. It doesn't say what she won in I the mean, contest. Did she, as it long definitely as she, wasn't eight hundred twenty thousand. Uh, I was going to say, okay, as long as she, if she would have won eight hundred thousand dollars, then I, I would have said, you know what, you can go ahead and and kind of deviate from whatever your little plan was. Yeah, but then she's got to go out and pay the 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 court attorney fees. Oh yeah, yeah, she's Still. got. <laughs> She's losing out in this. She is. All because you wanted to chuck a Christmas tree. How much, uh, how many trees could I think of chuck if I could chuck a tree? Unbelievable. It's, this is just, this. But you got to, like, if indeed there was ever a time where you were hurt, mm -hmm. you got to see it out. Like, you got to see it through. I mean, if you've gone that far down the rabbit hole and you No, no, she didn't go down far enough. 
Like immediately when she's when she when she was talking about the claim of being don't go messing with the tree stuff. Like you got to go all the way. Yeah, I, I mean, apparently this brings her more joy than trying to milk eight hundred thousand. If I was going to try and milk eight hundred thousand dollars out of somebody, you are not going to see me do anything. Anything. I I mean, I am gonna. I'm going to absolutely try and, and sell that to the moon. Lady, watch some wrestling. I mean, because you got to do better. You got to do better with your scam. You're a horrible scam artist. I can't believe I'm looking at this picture, man, and she just. Oh. She's smiling like she doesn't have a care in the world. It's like she's throwing a wooden javelin. I mean, it's kind of what it is. Like, I mean, she's got good form. She doesn't look like she's hurting at all. <laughs> he said she's got good form. She's like, hey, look at me. I'm throwing I'm throwing a tree. And she's not throwing from the top of the tree. Like, she's got the trunk. She's throwing it like as a javelin, too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, she's, I mean, this lady, come on, Martha, get with it. Unbelievable. All right, 651-461-9226. Commit to the bit. You got to. Uh, coming up next. Final segment, we get into headlines. That's next. All right, let's dive into headlines. We've got plenty of time to, to partake in headlines this evening. Probably the longest time that we've had an opportunity to do in quite some time. But mm-hmm. uh, we're going to finish off the show with some headlines. And if we have an extra minute or two, we'll get into a little bit of Miles Davis. There we go. Yeah. Out. I can crossfade into that. Let's do it. Hey, uh, teachers in St. Paul are set to announce their intent to strike two weeks from today. If a new contract can't be worked out between now and then, negotiators with the district and the St. Paul Federation of Teachers have been working with a mediator for the last several weeks to try and avert a walkout. Both sides will meet again this Friday. According to uh, Leah Van Desser, the St. Paul uh, Federation of Teachers president, we do not take this decision to strike lately, but we feel it's a necessary one to keep our educators in St. Paul Public Schools through strong wages and affordable insurance, and continue to build the schools our students and their families deserve. Our bargaining team is doing everything in its power to reach a settlement before that time, and will continue to do so. Now, by law, the union must give a 10-day notice before hitting the picket lines. The March 11 date would be 10 days from this coming Friday. Over 90% of their rank and file voted to authorize the strike in February. Some of the main priorities for teachers include higher paid, lower insurance costs, and more staffing and mental health teams. They say they hope a new deal can be reached before the strike date. I feel like we're just in the age right now of a lot of strikes. Different unions, different organizations. I mean, they are striking. That's what's happening here. It doesn't matter if it's SAG-AFTRA. It doesn't matter if it's uh, teachers, um, hospital workers, Mm -hmm. um, the airlines. I feel like now the workers have... They've got the control, and I think they realize it now. They have the attention of these big-time corporations, and they're letting these big-time corporation owners and the people that are making the billions, Mm -hmm. letting them know, we want a fair share of the pie. As they should. We're not claiming that we should be given something that we're not owed. We're not saying go overboard. But what we're saying is is that we know that the rich are getting richer, Mm -hmm. but, man, us, the little guy— we need some assistance. Well, they're doing it off their backs, so they absolutely deserve a piece of that pie. Hey, Kenneth Cheesebro, the right-wing attorney who helped devise the Trump campaign's fake electors plot in 2020, 
concealed a secret Twitter account from Michigan prosecutors, hiding dozens of damning posts that undercut his statements to investigators about his role in the election subversion scheme. Keysboro denied using Twitter, now known as X, or having any alternate IDs when directly asked by Michigan investigators last year during his cooperation session, according to recordings of his interview obtained by CNN. But they linked Cheeseboro to the secret account based on numerous matching details, including biographical information regarding his work, family travels, and investment. The anonymous account, which was known as Badger Pundit, also shown a keen interest in the electoral college process, lined up with Cheeseboro's private activities at the time. Twitter post revealed that even before the 2020 election, then just two days after the polls closed, Cheeseboro promoted a far more aggressive election subversion strategy that he later led on in his Michigan interview. Cheeseboro's lawyers confirmed to CNN that the Badger Pudget account belonged to him, describing it, quote, as a random stream of consciousness. Thank you, Brad Childress, where he was, quote, spitballing theories about the election, but insisted that it was all separate from his legal work for Trump's campaign. Cheeseboro has not been charged with any crimes in Michigan and sat for hours long interview with the state attorney general's office in early December. In his retailing to Michigan prosecutors, Cheeseboro has cast himself as a moderate middleman who was duped by Trump's more radical lawyers. But just after days after the 2020 election, Badger Pundit tweeted that the court battles didn't matter, that the Republican controlled legislature should send in their own GOP electors, predicting even then that Vice President Mike Pence could use them to throw the election to Trump. I I have to say this, and this is directly to Donald Trump. When he ran for office in 2016, he said all the best people. He did. He does not surround himself with the best anything. He doesn't. He does not. That, that's just, and I don't think that anybody that's a Donald Trump fan, a, a, a MAGA Republican, uh, anybody that that looks at him and still believes in him, I don't think that any of you can realistically look in the mirror and say, yeah, I believe that Donald Trump has the best people support, supporting him and around him. That's just not That's not true. They might, b- they factu- might believe it. but they've factually inaccurate. That's what they've been fed. And now we have this the situation earlier today with Ronna McDaniel. She's announced her resignation as yep. the RNC chair, and the and the speculation is that uh, was it Laura Trump's gonna uh, Eric Trump's wife? Yes. Come on, come on. Come on. Yep. Come on, come on. What are we doing here? The what are we doing here? This is the worst thing that could happen for the GOP. Th- that reeks of corruption. Th- if you if you are a Republican. And you are looking to get any funding from the RNC once Laura Trump is in? It is done. Like, all of that money is going to Donald Trump. Why are people, why would anybody, why would anybody that's reasonable or rational human being give him more money? I don't understand it. This is his, this is his piggy bank now. <laughs> all of the money that's going to the Republican Party. I don't get it. Is... It's Donald Trump's piggy bank. He's going to do whatever he wants. You guys aren't getting anything because he's going to have access to everything because Laura Trump's going to give him access to everything. Like, I, I can see this coming from a I, mile is, away. This is unbelievable that it, we're here. It is. Yeah, it is. And, and you know what? Repu- we should be shocked by it. Republicans are okay 
with Donald Trump taking every last penny out of that. Come election season, all of it's going to go into Donald Trump's pocket. Nothing is going to go towards the up and down the ticket. It's it's unfortunate, but you reap what you sow. You know, speaking of uh, reaping what you sow, we'll finish with this one. Like the FTC sued to block the twenty five billion dollar deal between Kroger and Albertson, alleging the largest supermarket merger in U.S. history would lead to higher prices for consumers. Not a shocker. Yeah, the the murder. Yeah, I know. Right. It's my shock face. The merger, which was announced in 2022, sought to combine the fifth and tenth largest retailers in the country. Company owns dozens of chains, including Safeway, uh, but the proposed merger came as food prices have skyrocketed. Americans are spending 26% more on groceries since 2020, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and people are paying more for groceries than they have in the past 30 years. Now, the FTC in a statement said the merger would eliminate com- uh, competition in the grocery industry, which could drive costs even higher and lead to store closure and job losses. Two companies have a combined 710,000 workers, mm. 5,000 stores, more than $200 billion in sales. Uh, but the FTC in a lawsuit was skeptical of the claim. Supermarket mega merger comes as American consumers have seen the cost of groceries rise steadily over the last few years. Kroger's acquisition of Albertsons would lead to additional grocery price hikes for everyday goods, according to Henry Liu, director of the FTC's Bureau of Competition. Every American should not want this to go, I mean, for, for this merger to happen, because that doesn't help Americans at all. It doesn't. No. The antitrust, man. Anti, who, who was going to take over who? Was it going to be, it was going to end up being Kroger, or was it going to be Albertsons, or, or was uh, it going to be a new name? I, I didn't. You know, I, I that think that, I uh, yeah, I, I think that Kroger's was going to uh, take over Albertsons. Okay, gotcha. So Kroger would have been the parent company. I don't know if they would have changed names or if that somehow would have. Kroger to us. Uh, you know, I don't know, but they're awfully big in the South. Oh, no, no, no. Trust me. Yeah. As that a guy that went to school in Atlanta? You know. I know. You know. I know. Is there an Albertsons in Minnesota somewhere? Albertville? Albertsons. Oh, Albertsons. I don't think so. No. There's an outlet mall. That's Albertville. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. I guess as much with your reaction. Hey, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow night at 6 o'clock right here on The Good Neighbor. Another late show. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.